You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell continues his series on self-discovery. In this third part, Linnell asks his radio audience, who's running your show? Every circus has a ringmaster. Who's running yours? Is it you or someone else? Let's join the conversation. Tonight's topic, or the questions around the topic is, this is part three of self-discovery. And so we've had uh, three shows already in regards to self-discovery. And tonight's questions are, who's running your show? And then uh, the second question is, every circus has a ringmaster. Who's yours? You know, who's your ringmaster? And so we're going to spend the evening unpacking these questions. And as always, you guys know your calls are welcome to make that happen. A few weeks ago, I gave five ways to discover yourself and separate from the pack. And I gave them at the end of the show. And so we really didn't have a chance to dive into them and kind of really you know, noodle around with each individual way of those five ways. And so if we have time tonight, I'll definitely get back into that. Now, last week, Sean Flynn, the author of the manual from Adolescence to Manhood, was on the show. And him and I talked about his book, which is very good, by the way. And he shared with us his own journey of self-discovery. So We had an opportunity to hear from uh, someone who has been on this journey and actually documented it and talked quite a bit about his own journey of self-discovery. And so this evening, I'm going to be asking you, who is really running your show? And when I say show, I'm talking about your life, like who's really running your life? And so this is one of those, if you're tired, you're thinking about falling asleep, you might want to stay up and check this out, right? Because you only get one life. And the more, I guess, the more work I do around human behavior, the more clients I have, the more I get an opportunity to really dig into my own life, the more I'm beginning to realize that often we really aren't running the show when it comes to our lives. And so this evening, I really want to get into that and spend some time talking with you all about that. And I know you're like, okay, I run my show, I make all my, I call all my shots, I make all my decisions. But uh, more than likely, there's something behind it, right? There's a motive. And often that motive is fear. Often it's uh, survival. Often it may be work. It may be just keeping busy. Some of us are addicted to just being busy. And so what I want to do is begin to, to begin to help the listeners tonight really think about, you know, so we're three weeks into self-discovery, but really think about the things that you've heard already and start to recognize what may be running the show for you. As life coaches, we often talk about our clients and ourselves in regards to their context, right? So what context do they have? What's their context? And some people operate in all types of contexts, one could be, you know, just black and white, right? Either it's wrong or it's right, or I'm going to disagree with you or agree with you. 
and that drives the show, right? Everything has to be on either side. Either I'm all the way in or I'm all the way out. It's interesting. Some years ago, I had a, a woman who worked for me who had this context, right? And it was very difficult for her to navigate through change because with change comes some type of uncertainty. And uncertainty is often gray. And so her context being black and white, you know, she just had a really hard time. And that will, that's what was driving or running the show for her. So what's running the show for you? And that is what I really want to get into this evening. What's running the show? And so the ultimate question is, is it you? Is it really you? Are you really running your own show? Or is it someone else or something else calling all the shots in your life? And again, remember, we're talking about self-discovery. So I, I want you to begin making some personal assessments and asking yourself, you know, these type of questions, right? One of the five ways that I shared a few weeks ago for self-discovery was to stop and ask yourself questions. So why am I working the job I have? Why am I doing the things I'm doing? Why am I dating the man or woman that I'm dating? Because those questions really begin to help you understand, you know, what's driving you, right? You know, it's interesting. Pam and I, today, we were having a conversation around, you know, why are some people together? And, you know, sometimes it may be just to avoid loneliness, right? They're willing to go through the pain. No, actually, it was last night we had this conversation. They're willing to go through the pain of whatever discourse the relationship may create simply because of the fear of loneliness, right? And so that fear is what's driving the show in regards to their relationships, right? Not what they really want, but what they fear. Guys with me? And so that's what I really want to get into this evening. You know, some other ways to think about self-discovery in regards to what's who or what is running the show. You know, are you living your life on autopilot? You know, are your routines king? Uh, You know, Are you living by default, just the things that come your way? Or are you letting the to do's and the responsibilities of life dictate for you who you are, what you do and how you spend your time? You know, so it's just the to do's, right? You got this list and the list keeps growing and you're just trying to knock them out, knock them out, knock them out. And the funny thing is you can take a to do list straight to the grave because there's always something to do. Always something to do. And I know that's one of, you know, one of the big things I struggle with. Right. You know, what is there to do and what is necessary and what is not, especially when it's in direct opposition to your dream or your goals. So what's running the show? You know, it's funny. You know, I think it's spring. Is it spring yet, (laughs) Zach? (laughs) It felt like it today, but uh, it's kind of spring. You know, uh, it's supposed to be 70 plus tomorrow. And so here's the deal. While you're doing your spring cleaning around the house or in the garage, wherever you're doing the spring cleaning, what kind of cleaning do you need to do in your life? You know, what kind of cleaning do you need to do in your life? It's funny. I was looking at some notes from a few weeks ago. One of the notes, because I make these notes to myself about what I want to write or what I want to talk about. And one of the things I, I want to write about soon is how we spend so much time preparing for vacations. I had a caller, Gino, brought this up probably six months ago. I wrote it down. But we spend so much time preparing for vacations 
for that week or that week and a half or two weeks that we're going to go away. And if we took the same amount of time it took us to plan a vacation, to sit down and plan our lives, you know, how much would we get done? But that's tough to do because we're not running the show. So often we just jump right over that. Because why? We don't have the time. Well, how is it that you don't have the time to plan your own life? Sounds like to me something else is running the show. I mean, it's got to be, right? If you don't have the time to run your own life, then who's running the show? Like, seriously, who's running the show? And I know somebody out there right now on Radio Land saying, well, my children are running the show. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta take care of these kids. I got to go here. I got to go there. Okay. All right. And so they literally are running the show. What's the consequence of that? What is the consequence? And when is it that, we're, you know, we're going to stop and wake up and say, you know what? I got one life to live. I got dreams. I have aspirations. I have things I want to get done And so I'm tired of fear. I'm tired of work. I'm tired of all those things running the show. I am going to run my own life. All right. And it sounds simple. It's not because if it was simple, a whole lot of us would be running our own shows. Right. So tonight I just want to spend some time talking about that and then giving providing some tools, some tools that I've learned and have helped me tremendously. And then I'm also going to share with you some of the places I still get stuck. Right. Because, you know, I don't have this perfect. <laughs> you know, I'm not always running the show. Sometimes I, I look up and I'm like, whoa, wait a second. I'm a little bit off course based on what I wanted to accomplish so far in 2014. I got to, you know, reorient, you know, kind of turn the ship and get back on course to make sure I'm running the show and not something else, not circumstance, not situations, etc. And so tonight topic, who's running your show? You know, another question, another way to consider this is every circus has a ringmaster. Who's yours? Right. Who's the master of my circus, the ringmaster of my circus? I got to ask that question, you know, because it is I'm not always in the center. Sometimes other things are driving it. What's driving yours? So that's the topic. All right. So let's get into tonight's show and to the meat. Okay. You know, so you have dreams. You have ideas, and I know you have all sorts of goals and desires, okay? Yet the realization of these dreams seems to be real far out of your grasp. And those ideas you have, they never seem to gain any traction. Why is that? Because those goals, you know, sometimes you might complete them by 25 to 50%, but rarely, you know, have you really seen yourself completely accomplish a personal goal 100 percent completely accomplished your desires you know they remain but they stay exactly that a desire right you often find yourself making your long-term desires compete against the immediate wants right so the things that you want today versus the long-term desires does is this sounding familiar to anybody out there hey you know in the future i would like to have a house and, uh, you know, a garage in this neighborhood. So that's the long term desire. But the immediate want. Right. The nice clothes, the nice shoes, the flashy jewelry, the car, the immediate wants seem to be in direct opposition to that. All right. I think I'm, I'm making some sense here. Right. Because I think we all struggle with this. In the reality, what I just narrated doesn't describe your current situation or circumstance. 
I'm fairly certain you know someone for whom this is because, you, you know, this this may not be your circumstance. But if it's not, you know, somebody whose circumstance this is. Right. It's funny. I mean, it's getting warm outside. And when I was driving to the station tonight, I'm like, yeah, everybody. The rims are coming out, man. The 22s, the 24s, you know, and I'm kind of like, well, for what? For what? I mean, these wheels cost so much money. And for what? I mean, is it that serious for us to ride around in what we believe is our chariot, right? Because that's really what it is. I mean, let's take it way, way, way back, right? You know, so I'm going to put shiny wheels on my chariot. For what? It's a want. What's your real desire? Like, what do you really want to accomplish? And why isn't everything that you have, all your resources aimed at that? Well, because you're probably not running the show. So what's running the show, right? In this case, and I'm going to hit on these in, in, in more detail, but it might be confidence, right? Sometimes the shiny stuff is a real good indication of insecurity. So how do we, how do we uh, get past that? So anyway, I'm going to keep moving. Many of us wake up every morning to live out an agenda we barely own. And some of us are painfully aware of this unfortunate truth. And other of us, we don't even know. We have yet to realize that our lives and efforts have no definitive purpose. Like none. We're just kind of moving along. And either way, the agenda that has claimed the majority of us to date goes by the simple name of survival. For most of us, what's running the show is survival. And it's really playing this game, right? Get up, go to work, you know, make some money, get a check, pay the bills. And after the bills are paid, you know, it's the same cycle again, right? And if Anything gets stuck in the spokes of that cycle, kaboom, everything's over. And yet we give a lot of energy to that particular agenda, right? Versus finding the space somewhere in our days to really work on running our own show. Because I'm with you. You're not going to be able to run your own show for 24 hours a day. Some of us aren't in that position quite yet. But what about an hour out of a day? You know, What about 20 minutes? Whatever you have to begin broadening your ability to run your own show. You know, and it's interesting because survival is the agenda for some of us. Right. But then there are some who serve even a more simplistic agenda. You know, they have been conquered by the media and large retail giants to the extent they spend their time and efforts on acquiring things. Right. So things run the show like the latest release of the, you know, of the Jordans, the Nike vintage Jordans. Or that Louis Vuitton handbag. Like things are actually running the show, right? Uh, It's not survival. It's, you know, really living to the next one. So, you know, how do you get past that? Or first you got to recognize it, right? Like are you that person legitimately? And if you feel yourself getting mad at me, then I'm probably talking to you. Right? So that's what's running your show. Things. Things are running your show. This is what I call living for the next best thing, like just simply living for the next best thing. And regardless of, you know, where you fall, one question still remains, and that is who is running your show? If it's not the next best thing, is it survival? If it's not survival, is it fear? If it's not fear, is it work? I mean, I can just keep going down the line, but what is running the show? And we just figured out that it may not be you. And since we know every circus has a ringmaster, who is yours? That's the question. All right. Now, 
I talked about fear. I talked about work. I didn't say anything about family and friends, but sometimes family and friends are running. They're running the show. Like mama's running the show, dad's running the show, brother's sister's running the show. Sometimes it's money, right? Those bill collectors can be demanding, right? That's being stuck in a cycle of survival. And then other times it's insecurity. The insecurity that lies to you and, and says you're not good enough to live the life of your dreams. That insecurity is running the show. Your lack of confidence, I call it the internal serial killer, is running the show. And so you just don't show up for the show, right? You're always kind of looking over your shoulder or worried about what somebody else is thinking. And so you can't focus on your own show. So what is it? Who's running your show? We've got some callers here. I'm going to take Robert from Hyde Park. How you doing, brother? You on the air? How you doing? I'm well. All right. I heard the show business. I'm going to put it like this to you. Okay. If you jump in and run your show at round 26, you get married, okay? Everything, you know, pretty good for you in the service. And you come out and you meet this sweet lady. You get married. You get ready for your household and everything. Okay, you're about 26, both of you. Now... You have a kid. Mm-hmm. For the next 20 years, that baby's going to be in the house. Right. And now what you got to do now is step back in a way and start raising that kid. You got to look at that child for the next 20 years. You're 45 or 46. Okay. If they get out the house. But all that long time now, you you got to go. You're living from... You live. You got a pretty good job. You live it from day to day. I'm not. Well, I'm gonna say you living every day, and that's running the show in a way. You know, you hope tomorrow will come and things go good for forty some years. All because they're twenty now, twenty five, no, twenty two, twenty three. Now they decide to get out the house and go to service and uh, get the job and go off to well, twenty three, twenty four to get out of college. It's still in your hand. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's 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 tough that way, and that's not tough. But you plan it, you really can't. That you got money, 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 money coming in, investment, and they it rolls out like a red copy for you. But if a person got a job, working okay, it's kind of tough for them. You know, they're planning, they're doing the right thing. Right. But you really, at once, once you, they get out the house, they still looking over your shoulder, you look over your shoulder at them, then you turn around and decide you're gonna. You and your lady, now it's your turn now. Mm-hmm. All about four or five years later, here come the ex. All you invested in your baby, your child, your and your marriage, right. everything, now it blows up on you. See? How so? You know, people might get a divorce. They might get tired of each other. They might fall out okay. of love, all this kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. You, you know, you you spent... And, and so and to that extent, to that extent, everything that you share with me, what is running the show? Like what, what was running the show in the whole scenario well, you just gave me? determination, your faith, and, and you're going to church, you're going to be... But is, but is that friends. running the show? Is huh? that really running the show in life? Like is that what's running the show? Well, or is it something else? Uh, well, you put throw God in there and, and, and your perseverance, all that stuff running the show. You got to, got to, you're not no one thing, so it's a... It's a it's a ball of wax. It's, it's a it's dough mixed up in one. Make a good roll, good muffin. Yeah, because well, this is you know. So I I hear what you're saying, and I and it makes perfect sense to me, right? Because if none of this made perfect sense, we wouldn't be stuck in the wheel. We wouldn't be stuck in the wheel. Yeah. But what I want to point out is there are plenty of people who have the same situation, right? Yeah. You know, they got married, they had children, and they did all those things, but somehow. You know, their dreams, their aspirations is what ran the show. 
Yeah. Man, I put it in that sense, but I, I'm, I'm glad you brought it that way. But yes, you know, you know, yes, it did. Yeah. So, so what's so what's the difference for us? I'm asking, what's the difference? Like, what separates us from individuals? I mean, I can call, I can just go down a list of names, right? Who we you know we read about in Forbes, we read about in these magazines, who are extremely successful. You know, what's the difference between us and them? And we can't necessarily say uh, that that there's an economic barrier because some of them have come from circumstances just like where we are now. I'll say the most people in Forbes magazine, except for a few, two or three, they had a pretty good, before the others had a pretty good life, I believe. They may have dropped out of school or whatever the case may be. And other doors might have opened for them because they may have been a woman. Well, if you talk about the, the, the list of the top Forbes, you know, you got to go a ways before you get to a, a woman. But this is what I'm looking at, right? We don't even have to take a look at Forbes. But we can we could look right within our community too and find people who have somehow figured out how to define their purpose and become what that purpose is. But you know, that's why I came from when I said I started about twenty six years old. That's the average person. Mm-hmm. Usually when they get mad, I was putting myself in that position and a lot of mold that I know. And they they still they when they they struggle they work from day to day. I don't know what other place I can put it. I know they had God in they in the past and everything, but right. you still got to go on that other perseverance and your hopes and other people helping you. And uh, I don't know no other way. It's hard work, you know, to stay honest about it. Get stay out of jail, you know. Yeah, but to that extent, so I, I think this is perfect, right? Because is hard work is hard work everybody's, you know, now it takes hard work, but yeah. it's the hard work that we're performing really aimed at what we're supposed to be doing in life. Right. Is it? Yeah. Well, That's what I was just, you want that. You know, I'll put it like this too. If anyone out there got a daughter and things work good, say for 20 years afterwards, where she get, you see you bringing this word holding your hands. Mm-hmm. And you go take the, I mean, you stick with all the way. Right. And for a man, when you walk her down the aisle and give her away, that's the best accomplishment a man can do. He's um, always okay. with her. When you walk her down the aisle and say, you know, the woman brought her here. Right. But when he says the pleasure, saying, who take this lady? Who who helps it? Who gives it away? I do. Is, is that your story, brother? Is that something that you've done that felt really good? I did that. Okay. Awesome. See, and uh, that's the best. If a man said with his wife for uh, 50 years, 20 years, and, and his daughter decides, they can't give a boy away, they give uh-huh. a girl away. You don't want to give her away. Right. <laughs> right. But you but give it to somebody that, that loves and cares about her. Right. You stay right. day one, you see, you put diapers on, you wash the bird out diapers, everything. Take the first and last shots to, for school. And the doctor tell you, you got 15 more years of this. And you stay there, hey. That's a big accomplishment. And, and Robert, let me ask you this: Was that fulfilling for you? I mean, was it? Was yeah, it, yeah. Okay, and yeah. hey, you know what? That's and that's all I'm looking for, man. Yeah, is is to me. to share with the audience yeah. how how to be fulfilled. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. Hey, thanks a lot for your call. I'm gonna get You're to welcome. a few other callers here. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Hey, great. That's wonderful. And you know what? I think purpose comes in all shapes and sizes, right? My mother's made it very clear that her purpose on the planet was raising her children, right? And so that's what was running her show, and she knew it. 
And so I commend Robert on that, especially a, a brother out here who is uh, being a great father. And so that's a wonderful purpose to have. All right, I got Jay. How you doing, brother? You on the air. Hey, uh, so what definitive purpose should you have? What definitive purpose should you have? Well, that's, that is on you as the individual. I mean, I'm, I'm clear on my purpose. And, uh, well, I mean, just touching on a couple of things you said. Like, yeah. You said living your dream mm-hmm. and definitive purpose. So, I mean, who actually lives their dream? Plenty. Of, I mean, well, I wouldn't say plenty. I say there's a minority. There's a minority who are living their dreams. Right. Uh, yeah, but... I mean, so should your, pur- should your purpose just be living your life, a good life, or, I mean, what would be running the show for that? Well, you know what? So this is what I would say. The number one priority of anybody breathing would be to understand and know, like, know their definitive purpose on the planet. Because I believe that we all have them, and I believe they're all different. And one of the things that drives me is that I know for a fact that the majority of us have no clue what that definitive purpose is, and we don't know how to necessarily go about finding out what that purpose is either. Well, I mean, like you were saying something about what's the difference between uh, you and me and somebody that's on, in Forbes. Mm-hmm. Just because someone's in Forbes doesn't necessarily mean that they're, lit, they're living a good life. That's, that's, that's a good point. That's a great point. You know, point. I mean, yep. just mom and pop living their life could have lived a really great life. And the money's not, I mean, money's nice, don't get me wrong, but uh-huh. it's definitely not something that's going to give you happiness. makes happiness a little bit easier, but. I don't know if it makes happiness easier, man. I, you know, so when I, when I talk about the list on Forbes, I'm not talking about in regards to, I use it as, a, and thanks for calling me out on it, actually, because I use it as an example of what often we kind of hold up in society as this level of success, right? But you, you, you bring out a really good point. And that point is that often what we see on the outside as success does not necessarily always mean that for the individual themselves. Because you're right. I mean, it's very likely there are individuals who are on that list, you know, of the world's most wealthiest, who are well outside of their purpose and actually something else is running the show. Right, they can be miserable for all we know. Oh yeah, and well, and I, well, I think we know that a number of them are right. I mean, how many right. how many uh, of the executives or some of the, the leaders at J.P. Morgan committed suicide last year? I mean, it was right. kind of crazy how many were jumping off of uh, the top of that building. You know, so like purpose in life. I mean, should we? I see it as you should just want to live a good life, and that should be your purpose. That should run your show, whether it's digging ditches and being happy with a family of two uh two children or uh you know being single and taking care of maybe your elderly mother mm-hmm. you know so i don't really get the whole uh what's one of the shows that you know i mean because most people get up every day in life because and go to work because that's what you have to do and that's exactly what i'm pointing at is it what you have to do and well, and, and, well hear me out hear me out right because once you, this is what I believe in, and based on seeing it replicated, what I know, okay? Once you define, once you get really clear on your purpose as an individual, right? And like I said before, often many of us aren't clear on that purpose. But once you're clear on that purpose, sometimes that may be separate from what you're doing right now, 
or it may create a gap in your current situation. And once you're clear on that, then what's the next step that you take, right? And that's where, you know, now you have a purpose. Now you have dreams. Now you have these aspirations that have been fueled by this purpose, right? This definite purpose that you know that you're passionate about. But you have a situation or you have a circumstance, right? And typically, one of the number one circumstances is survival, right? You have to get up, go to work, you know, make a paycheck, pay the bills, keep a house, a roof over your head, a car note, et cetera. Right. And so you have a circumstance or a situation that creates a gap between where you are, which is you could say point A and where you want to be. Right. Which is, you know, no pun intended, but point B. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. But I mean, not all, I mean, in, in my personal life, mm-hmm. I was making at one point in time really good money. And I thought that's where I wanted to be. Bought the house, had the girls. They had a nice car, great job, and uh, come to realize that that's not really what I just like living in suburbia is not really what it was meant for me, and mm-hmm. it kind of blew up, you know. But um, it like just because a lot of times people get a better job and make more money doesn't necessarily equal, you a- know, absolutely put yourself in a better place. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. On that. And so I w- let, let me be clear. When I talk about what's running the show and I talk about dreams and aspirations, you know, that doesn't always equate to money. Right. Or millions of dollars or, or things like that. What it equates to is living a fulfilled life where you get to play with your passions and versus work, you know, versus work, you know, for a living. Right. You get to play with your passions and often those passions can create what you need to survive. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. You still there, Jay? Yeah, I'm still there. I'm still there. I got you. Sorry. Okay. All right. So did, did that help clear that up for you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, All right. thanks for the phone call, man. Feel free to call right. back with other questions. I, All right. Thanks. Wonderful question. Yep. Yeah, I uh, appreciate that because, I, you know, this is what I know. Jay asked a great question, and what I know is there are other people who were out there who were thinking the same thing, like, what is he talking about running the show? And uh, unless you guys call me with the question, you know, I can't, I can't clarify it. I'm just going to – I only move, you know, thinking that you're following. So I appreciate that. All right, I got Sean. Sean, you're on the air. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. No, you you know I had to listen, so I was catching you. Most definitely, I appreciate the show as always. Uh, again, thank you for having me last week. But I want to touch down on the question. So what's running the show? Two different things that came to my mind, you know, and I, I'll start with the most obvious for some people. The most obvious for some people, I would assume, would be God. God provides some sort of spiritual direction mm-hmm. uh, in terms of fulfillment, in terms of, of, of purpose, in terms of inward happiness and all that stuff. Now, I'm going to pause on that one only because that kind of goes without saying, and I know, you know, there are a good portion of people that don't feel that way, but I'll let that be that. The other side of it, for me personally, even besides the spiritual aspect, would be progress. When I I look at my family, when I look at my children, when I look at life in general, when uh, you can look around at the city and different things like that, 
Chicago's old slogan uh, that Mayor Daley used to use uh, was a city that works. And one thing about Daley, uh, you know, I won't say he was the best mayor or perfect mayor, but definitely he cared about the city. And there was always a lot of tearing down and rebuilding, tearing down and rebuilding something better, something stronger. Mm-hmm. That same mind frame, I would think, would should be the, the same mindset we have as, as men, as women, families, as churches, as jobs, as neighborhoods, as communities, so forth and so on. So, and you measure that by looking at, I listened to the last two guys that were talking, and a lot of some of the things they touched on with this family stuff. Okay, you know, you got a good job, you got a good house, you're living in the suburbs, you're doing this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. but that's it. To me, a measuring tool would be, who am I benefiting outside of myself and my family? Who else am I helping? Who else am I improving? How else am I improving someone else? Because it's bigger than just me satisfying me, me feeding myself. Who else am I feeding? And I'm not just talking about food, obviously, literally, but I mean financially. I mean wisdom-wise. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, emotionally. Whatever the case may be, who else am I feeding? Who else am I progressing? Who else am I helping the spark that they'll go further? Who am I passing the baton to? That is, you know, maybe I'm just speaking for me, but that is the thing that drives me. And in doing that, it's not just left up to money. It's not just left up to who I have on my arm. It's not just left up to those surface or material things because mm-hmm. it's deeper than that. Right. Uh, I could still be fulfilling that purpose if I didn't have any money, if I'm benefiting somebody. I could still be fulfilling that purpose if I didn't make Forbes or if I didn't have this person in my life or that person right. in my life. Right. That's still on me. I can still move forward in progress and help a child in the neighborhood, help somebody at my church, help somebody here that, I can still progress and push and move forward and pass the baton on and help the next that come after me. And that moves everybody forward. And you know what it sounds like to me, Sean, is that you you are very clear on your purpose. Most definitely. Yep. And so and to that extent, one of the things you mentioned was God running the show. And, you know, and what I'll say about that is for me. So I believe in God. Right. So and I think the majority of us do. There's some who don't. There's some who call them by different names. Right. But this idea of deity, I just lost Sean. But this idea of deity typically runs or what we would say, quote unquote, runs our show. But I think the challenge becomes when, you know, we know in our spirit that we're moved to do something right or we're giving a purpose or, we, you know, we have a passion, a seed of passion planted in our spirits. And that's not what's running the show. It's uh, unfortunately survival still is there, right? There are things that we know we should do, but we are not necessarily doing them. And the excuse is I have to live or, I, you know, I need to pay the bills or, you know, the rest of those things. So what I found is interesting in life is that, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but what I found is interesting in life is I, I used to work at a law firm years ago. And, you know, law firms are very interesting places, man. Those people grind away, man. You, oh, yeah. You get there in the morning. Some serious hours. You see lawyers, you know, running through depositions, sitting in the conference room. You leave there at 6, 7, 8 at night. They're still there doing the same thing, going over cases, this, that, and the other. You see them on Saturdays. They're there with their children playing in the office on the floor while they're still working and doing stuff. And you wonder, like, God, what kind of life is this? Yes, they're receiving six-figure incomes and all this, that, and the other, but what kind of life is that where you're just drudging away, drudging away, drudging away? I would see those people leave work, and it's like they're drones. There's no life in them, no happiness. It's just, no, I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know all of their life, but I'm just going off of appearance. 
you see them leave work and it's like they're drained and mm-hmm. they do this day in, day out, day in, day out. Now, I say I look at things like that. Just that's a small example. But you know but what, I Sean? At- I'm, I, I think it's a great example because, you know, what's running the show? And, you know, so in that case, what's running the show? Like, what is running the show? Is it passion about what they're doing or is it the necessity to live a particular lifestyle and to have certain things that basically makes them spend the majority of their time outside of what they felt was necessary? Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. And and that's that's to me, that's not living. That's existing. There's a difference in existing and living. A couple of other guys that called before, they were talking about the job thing, and I think you even mentioned being on that wheel where you're running around and around. You're living from paycheck to paycheck. You're just doing this to make it through to your next bill or your next whatever. That's just existing. And you don't. You could be rich going through that, and you could be on the lower scale, on the lower income scale doing that. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're basically trying to make ends meet and provide, but that's not living. You're not providing a need you're not you're not fulfilling a need or or filling a void or providing a service you're not benefiting anyone else other than picking that spoon up and putting that spoon to my mouth i have to do more than that in life at least for me i understand i have to do more than that so my thing is whoever's in my path whoever else i can help whoever else i can push forward and move along it's bigger than just me it's bigger than just taking care of me and mine because i that's i have to do that right. i think you mentioned a her mom you know and that was her purpose and goal and definitely as a parent i understand that god right. gave me my children so i can take care of them i would be i would be less than a man if i didn't right. but now outside of that what else is my purpose exactly you know what I'm and, and that's that's exactly that's exactly what i'm getting to but before what i found is this sean is before you get to the purpose, for some people, you have to figure out what's running the show. Because, Definitely. because Definitely. yeah, because they, you know, unfortunately, they haven't taken the time to really figure out what's running the show. So they can't even build in the time to really distill and distinguish what the purpose is, man. Thanks for the call, brother. No problem, bro. Have a good evening. All right, you too. All right, great phone calls, man. And, uh, and definitely enjoyed that from Sean. All right, so hopefully you guys know what I mean. I think those were excellent calls to get real clear on what I mean by what's running your show. You know, what's running your show? And, you know, it's interesting. (laughs) Your only job, your only job, I'll make this sound real simple, right? But your only job is to make a choice. And you can make the choice to run your own show. And every time you notice something else or someone else, trying to take center stage in your life, you just make the choice to be your own ringmaster. All right, so what does that look like, right? What does that look like? Well, first, you know, so we talked about it, right? One of the first steps is getting real clear on what your purpose is. What are you on the planet to do? Like, what are you supposed to be doing? Because if you're not clear on that, you're not running your own show. I mean, you're not because you don't have a North Star, right? And a North Star is what provides you direction and gets you moving you know, in the direction of where your show is, like how your show is supposed to go, right? When I say your show, I mean your life, okay? And so if you're not there, then it really simply is making a choice, and it could be this evening to say, I need to get there. Like, that's my number one priority. Forget about watching Game of Thrones. Forget about watching Modern Family. Forget about watching whatever comes on, you know, what scandal, scandal just went off, right? They had the finale. I didn't see it, but right. But forget about, forget about that. I need to figure out 
what my purpose is so I can be 100% sure that I'm running my own show, that this is the Linnell Harris show and not something else, right? You know, so, you know, I work for a great company, a great organization, but is that my show? Well, no, it's not. It just happens to be I, I get a chance to do work that I love for a company that benefits that company, but also benefits me. Why? Because I'm fulfilled doing the work. Right. And so that's what that's what I mean. Right. And so it's able to take care of all these things around survival and around you know, what, you know, making sure you have clothes and eating and food and car and heat. You, you guys get where I'm going. You know, but you're running your show the way you want to run your show. And you're not letting circumstance and opportunity get in the way. You know, so it's interesting. This past Sunday, I posted a blog and it was the seven ways we avoid new opportunity. But one of the other things that I've encountered in my life is once I understand what my purpose is. Right. I know my purpose I've had to turn down opportunity, right? And I think uh, Jay called it out that, you know, we're not all living for money, you know? And since we're not living for money, once you get real clear on your purpose and what should be running your show, then that's what, that's when turning down opportunity makes sense, right? And I can recall years ago being offered jobs that were much more lucrative than the job I had in that moment. And, uh, you know, because it didn't match what I was up to in life, right? My purpose, well, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't take it. I'm like, I can't take that. Because if I took it, I would be giving up, I would be giving up the opportunity to run my own show. All right, I got Robert. I think he has uh, uh, something he wants to share from early. Robert, you on the line. Okay, you have a rebuttal. All right, come on. Uh, you know, now, in hindsight, I did things that you was talking about, a lot of it. I put God in my life and everything, you know, but you, you're getting started fresh, and you change this, you change that, do better. But, uh, yeah, you still have to look at myself, but you still got to feed yourself and, and go the other way, too. You just can't, you, 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 if you, you make a choice, like I say, you make a choice where you want to go. And so, so help me understand. When you say you still have to feed yourself, are you talking about? Uh, more, more, I listen to your. Pro- oh, good. I'm, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. More, I listen to your program. I said, well, I've done these things here. That's what I'm saying. I, I, just, I left. I didn't leave out God or anything like that. But I just say you have to have God in your life. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I was just hitting on a lot. But when you start now, I wasn't starting at the top. I'm starting out from the bottom. I'm gonna start at the middle. What I seen done had to do. And and uh, what I had to do, make my own choices, right? And did what I had to do, and people around me had to do to help out. You know, I mean, yeah, you got to do that. You got it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of I in there, and me and somebody else. You know, to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. you know, but so, you know, Robert, I'm a with all due respect, man, because it sounds like you've had an amazing life. And if I'm not mistaken, you, you you're the caller who uh, gave his daughter away, right? And talked right. about it being fulfilling. Uh-huh. Okay. When you share with me, when you say had to do, like those words, they pop out to me because when you have to do something, that means that as an individual, that there's a giving up of power. Well, 
God is in now, as you're talking about, well, I'm looking at this. Mm-hmm. When you go to work, you have a child, your wife, and everything at home, you're not going to, if you drop out, you're not, you're not, doing, you're not doing what you're supposed to do there. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not endorsing irresponsibility. Uh-huh. Not okay. at all. Yeah, no, I'm not endorsing that at all. But I think you bring up a very interesting point because when I talk about circumstance and situation as being one of the barriers towards individuals living the life of their dreams, that's what I'm talking about. Often what we feel like we have to do being in direct opposition with, you know, what we may have a passion about in our spirit. Okay, I got you now. Okay, yeah. And so and so what I'm saying is, you know, so for you, Robert, there may have been a dream or an aspiration or still may be a dream or, an aspira- or aspiration that you have that you hold only as a dream because of circumstance. You know, a lot of my dreams came true. Attended college. I played Montreal uh, uh, Canada for a year. Mm-hmm. And, well, the dream I didn't want, I got it, going to the Army. But I, they made the best of it. <laughs> and I was, I, I was so yeah. among soldiers. You know, when I got out, right, you right. know, you, you're looking, you're taking orders when you go in there. You're looking down the road, but when you get right. out there, you have to, you know, you got to experience your own life after mm-hmm. you get out. Things you didn't do, you were behind on, you did that, you know. Right. So uh, I, I, I feel a pretty, I feel a good life in myself and my family and everything, yeah. you know. And that's what I felt like when you got off the call. That's what I felt from you was that there was a certain sense of fulfillment there. But to that point, to that point, right, there's some listeners right now who are listening who don't have that same answer. Oh, mm -hmm. you get where I'm going? Yeah. You know, they don't have that same answer. You know, they may be, you know, at your age or above or a few years younger. And, you know, if I ask them that question, they might say, yeah, there's some things that. I haven't accomplished my dreams, as a matter of fact. I'm in a a different time bracket, and I'm 69. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I see things a little different. I've seen them a little different, you know, and everything. So I had to come out, well, I'm not putting on the, well, the time I did come along was a lot different from the day, you know. Yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Well, hey, you know, I appreciate you calling back. Did we get that clear for you? Oh, sure. Okay, perfect, perfect. I'm going to buy some clothes for tomorrow. <laughs> okay, and you know what? I Hopefully, I think we got it a little clear for some of the listeners, man, so I appreciate okay. you. Goodbye. All right, have a good one. All right. All right, so that's, that's uh, just about the show. Here, let me give you a few things that you can write down before we end for the evening. The first one is get clear on your dreams, ideas, goals, and desires. Get clear on your purpose. And then the second one is identify what or who is running the show. If it's not you, then go to the next step. If it is you, then you're good. Now it's time just to keep making the choice to stay in front and run your own show. If you're not running your show, your show, number three is make the choice. Make the choice to run your show. And then number four is... Once you make that choice, you need fuel for the fire because it's not easy. If it was easy, we all be doing it, right? And so that means you have to stay motivated. You have to stay inspired because it's what I call a lifestyle choice. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. 
go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.